Hello and welcome to therapy. This episode is aptly titled Frozen because I literally am frozen. So do not, (laughs) if the breathing is extremely, is louder than normal, that is why I'm literally trying to warm my hands. I have the pleasure of living in one of those lovely states that are literally going to be well below zero tonight and into tomorrow. Um, I can't begin to tell you how much I hate the cold. I've lived the majority of my life in areas that get cold like this in the winter. So it's not like I have an excuse of living somewhere else, but, um, it doesn't change the fact that I absolutely hate it. I hate the winter sky. (laughs) Ironically, I love the snow. If we could get snow without the cold, I would take it somehow if that was even chemically possible. But, um, yeah, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, I have I have looked into seasonal what do they call it sad seasonal associative depressive disorder whatever you want to call it um people who are depressed based on the season um unfortunately I failed that to a T um I'm depressed any time of year in any time of weather so um but I have definitely looked into that before I do notice a little bit of a change once I'm super cold, once I'm stuck in the house without any much of a choice because it's so cold out, once the windows are sealed shut for days and weeks at a time, I I hate it. I hate it. But in my case, personally, I can't really blame the weather um, on that because I see the same kind of things happen even during the summertime. But that's my my two cents on that. What I really wanted to talk about related to feeling physically frozen is feeling mentally frozen. I've been stuck mentally these last few days trying and trying to think of my next move and by move I mean literally and figuratively Um, I will need to move physically sometime soon and I haven't yet decided where that will be it could be across the street it could be in a totally different state And I know I'm going to sound hypocritical when I say this, likely a state that's warmer and sunnier. Um, I definitely sound hypocritical that I feel that that would be helpful to me, even though I just said it didn't really make any much, didn't really make much difference. Um, But we can revisit that another day. Um, But yeah, physical move as well as a mental move. I am extremely, extremely 
I don't give myself enough credit because I can sometimes live in a in a vacuum. But I am extremely, extremely proud of how I handled this uh, winter so far. We're now in the end of January 2019. And previous winters have not gone as smoothly as this one when I think of it as a whole as a whole and by winter I'm talking about let's say from Halloween I don't mean literal literal what's defined as winter I mean from let's say Halloween to about St. Patrick's Day um maybe Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day might be pushing a little bit. So from about Halloween to Valentine's Day um, is what I mean, when figuratively speaking, when I say winter, this has been one of the better ones. Um, but I have noticed a trend downward um, these last few days, which is understood. It's been a stressful few days. But I still have to give myself some credit. So many times in the past, I think back to my time. um, It's crazy to think that that was, what, five, going on five years ago? It's been a while. But I think back to... Moments when I became so frozen, stuck, wouldn't get out of bed, barely eat, wouldn't show up to work for days at a time, no notice, no notification, nothing. I I think back to that. I was literally frozen. And now, with similar challenges, for the most part, it's it's pretty, excuse me, it's pretty similar in terms of the challenges that I'm facing right now. That feeling of being at a fork in the road. And yet, I am still, still kicking. And I feel it has a lot to do with my ability to reflect on the past. And I saw what I constantly remind myself is not to shoot myself in the foot. I had done that for so many months and years where if something didn't go right, I somehow... And I have plenty of examples of that going all the way back to childhood. When something didn't go right or when something um, something didn't meet my expectations or simply I just wanted to see, I thought the way of getting back at others was to hurt myself, not physically. I've never engaged in self-harm I don't mean that physically but I mean 
career-wise, academic-wise, I somehow had this twisted sense that me failing would hurt someone else. And I had to learn the hard way that I'm only hurting myself. And I say that to say, if I decide not to show up to work, or if I decide not to get my car fixed, or if I decide those things, who am I hurting other than myself? And as I say this now, obviously rational and and being thoughtful about it, that's obvious. But in those moments of despair, it's not so obvious. And so I've had to really, really remind myself these days, these last few days have been tough. I still haven't really, um, I haven't really had the discussion about why I was in the hospital. What was turning out to be a week and a half ago. Um, kind of waiting for the right time when I can not speak about it in an emotional way. But of all times, I remind myself that I need to keep pressing forward, even if it's a little, little steps, little steps that I can't do frozen. I can do cold. I can do shivering. But don't allow myself to get that cold and that frozen where I just come to a halt. And time stops because what you learn, not just with depression, but with so many other things, what you, the, the truth that you learn is that nothing stops at all. While you're stuck in your in your um in your despair, everything's still going. Your your job, your uh your work, your coworkers, they're still working. Your friends are still living. <laughs> none of that none of that changes. None of that changes. So once again, you think you're, I don't know, you, I, I always felt like, you know, like I was pressing the pause button. There is no pause button. Bills are still due. Things still have to get done. And so as much as you want to curl up and freeze, I remind myself that I owe it to myself. Nobody else. It's not about what other people think. It's not about what someone's going to say. Anybody else's opinion. I owe it to myself. That's what I remind myself each day. Because there's been a few days um, this week, this week, last week as well where I literally just wanted to disappear, cut off the world. 
But I challenge myself, even if just just to move just around a little bit, mentally speaking. Just like moving around when you're trying to keep warm. You know, if you're somewhere and you're trying to keep warm, sometimes like moving side to side or rubbing your hands or blowing into your hands. The same thing. It's not going to blow it into your hands. It's not going to magically heat up your whole body. We know that. But I give you a little bit of warmth. And that's how I feel it works mentally. Even if it's just a little bit of warmth. If it keeps your brain, if it keeps your, your mindset from just freezing solid, it's totally worth it. For me, over these last few days, when I really just want to close myself off, um, doing this podcast is an example of keeping my hands warm. Even if I literally, there was a day recently there, I, I did absolutely nothing. I felt it was so cold. Um, nothing went right that day. And I told myself, I'll at least talk about that. I'll at least talk about how things are not going right. At least do that. And that was me keeping my hands warm. Nothing is is too small. No step is, is too small. It's my job to remind myself of the small steps, even that no one else sees. The things that no one else understands. Someone out there who's dealt with depression and or anxiety knows what those small things are that no one would ever um, acknowledge that someone else might not see as a big deal. And yet it means the world. The world. Because you know what the challenges you face. Something as simple as as knowing that I'm charging my phone tonight. That I wasn't, that it for some reason wasn't too much to ask for me to go into my bag take out my charger and plug in my phone while another in 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 despair and at my lowest point I may not have even taken the the time to do that and my phone would have died and I would have needed to charge it something silly like that or putting I I, I wear glasses putting my glasses in a in a spot where they they won't get broken does it really make sense to leave them in my bed so I can roll over them? Or do I put them up on the nightstand? Instead of risking rolling over them, having a, another expense, and being upset about it. Really small, small things, but that make all the difference. That's the warming up your hands. 
making it a little bit easier on yourself. It's just one less thing to worry about. One less thing to worry about. So whatever keeps me from freezing right now, I'm willing to do it. Um, And right now it's this podcast. This is me keeping my hands warm, keeping me from freezing. So I will do it as as long as, as I possibly can. Thank you for listening.